Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. It feels so good to be back on the microphone with you guys. Uh, I, I don't even remember how to start episodes, but uh, our boy, John Chapman, is here with me. I'm Dale. Thanks for joining us. What's up, man? It, yeah, I think it's funny you said another. Uh, for some people, yeah. this might be your first, and if that is the case, uh, welcome. Uh, we do this from time to time, and as we are getting closer to the NFL draft with three weeks away, uh, we want it. It's time. It's fantasy time. Uh, so whether you're Dynasty, Redraft, whatever, uh, we got you, and we are going to start putting out a lot more content and just excited to talk some football. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to talk about. Um, I was just talking to John off air that for me, it's a, and I know it's like, oh, you have a fantasy football podcast. You shouldn't be worried about this, but it's a, such a hard hurdle for me to jump over talking about the hypotheticals, but John is really good at it, and uh, most of the time I could just agree and laugh with him, so um, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out as we go, but I'm really excited, man. A lot of changes have happened. Uh, in football, in the world. Um, I don't think there's too many uh, coronavirus jokes we can make that haven't already been made or that's insensitive, so we'll probably uh, not have too many of those. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're just going to have fun. We're going to talk some football today. Like uh, it, we're going to talk some of our rankings. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's It's been a while since me and you, I, you know, you don't even, you don't call me when we're not recording, so it's like, uh, you know, I haven't talked to you in six months. This fine. is the real reason Dale wanted to record <laughs> is so that he could entrap me into, hey, man, we're supposed to be better friends than this. And I agree. Yeah. I, uh, we, we text and we make fun of each other a little bit, but yeah. uh, we do not set up FaceTime calls. Uh, no, no. And that needs to start. That needs to start right now. After the show, can you just FaceTime me and say, hey, how's the family, Dale? Usually mm-hmm. when I want to see Dale and like I miss his face, I'll just go to Target and uh, I'll just yeah. talk to a couple of the workers there. Yep. Because I, I feel like you guys are all cloned, and uh, yeah. y'all look the same. Look pretty similar. Yeah. Slightly overweight, red collar shirt, khaki pants, uh, half-grown beard. Yeah, you are the all target, target boss. Like Once you <laughs> defeat all the target levels, and you have to face like the ultimate target enemy, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. Del, Del DeMott, just <laughs> sitting there. So, John, we are today, I, I think we can go through position by position. Just a kind of a quick recap. This isn't going to be a long episode. It's not going to be in-depth, you know, like, you know, super research heavy. Uh, I think there's a lot of players that we can talk about that people want to know about. Maybe just give some people a little refresher. It's been a long time since they thought about football, and now they see, ooh, Sleep Fantasy has an episode. Let me start listening to football again. Um, granted, it is the beginning of April, but there is a, there's a little bit of change, you know, from the end of last season to now with some rankings and stuff. Uh, you just want to kind of want to jump into uh, talking about some quarterbacks? Yeah, man. I, I think that's a... I think that's where you want to start, and a lot of the names you know that you get into at the quarterback position, it, there's not near as much turnover most seasons. This year there is, uh, you know, obviously Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are going to be at the top of the list. I have Patrick Mahomes my number one, Lamar number two. But if we look at last year, Jameis Winston finished as the number two fantasy quarterback. 
Um, he is unemployed. <laughs> so you, you go from being a top two fantasy quarterback and former number one overall draft to uh, he is unemployed. And so it, it's kind of interesting. I think eventually he will land somewhere. But you go from one of the most valuable fantasy assets at the position to droppable and has nothing to do with age or injury. Uh, definitely different for sure. Yeah, and you talk. You know, you just talked about um, you know Jameis Winston. You also have to mention Matt Ryan, who is always like that 10th, 11th, 12th quarterback drafted most years, uh, super consistent. And, uh, you know, sometimes in a 12-team league, if everybody's just dra- is drafting one quarterback, sometimes he's not even drafted as a quarterback. Right. Um, so super weird. Kyler Murray is a big riser this offseason, I would think, for you as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I have him actually. Um, he is my number six quarterback, and I am arguing back and forth if I want to keep Dak Prescott in my top five or Kyler Murray. You know, obviously the trade for DeAndre Hopkins going to Arizona is huge. Uh, they throw the ball a ton. Kyler Murray doesn't turn the ball over. Um, you know, Dak's continued to do it. He's done it every year. He's finished in the top ten Dak has right. for quarterbacks every year he's been in the league. And, you know, the, the idea is Dallas is a run-heavy offense with Zeke. Uh, we didn't see that last year. And so we finally right. saw him uncork it, and he finishes the number three quarterback. And you got, you got to love Dak, uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. These are the guys that are in the mix. But let, let me go through my top six, and okay. then I want to hear what you have to say and where you disagree. So I have Patrick Mahomes one over Lamar Jackson. Do you have a problem with that one, Dale? I don't have a problem. I think it's this is a in uh, every year we have somewhere in these positions, whether it's running back or wide receiver or quarterback, where it's like, okay, they could be one, two. I'm not going to argue with that. I I have Lamar Jackson one, but I'm not going to argue with that. They're going of um, so currently in redraft leagues that are just starting, uh, non dynasty. Lamar Jackson is going with the 203 pick and Patrick Mahomes 209. So a full round earlier for Lamar Jackson currently. Um, which again, I, I want Patrick Mahomes personally at that, at, at the value. Yeah. I mean, I would take Patrick Mahomes a little bit later and they're so close to me, wherever the value is. Right. I mean, right. Um, and I'm not going to argue. Too, I'm not going to argue with that. Right. And let me finish that. So I got Mahomes one, Jackson two, Deshaun Watson three, despite losing, uh, Deandre Hopkins, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep Watson mm-hmm. high, but it me does, too. it kind of changes the tier because, you know, it was Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson in that top tier. Now this pushes Deshaun down with the guys who my fourth, Russell Wilson, five Dak Prescott, six Kyler Murray. So I think those, you know, three through six quarterbacks are in a sh- like a tier of themselves. And then the top two, um, that kind of elite tier. Yeah, uh, I have Deshaun Watson at three as well. Um, I have Kyler Murray at four. I know you're probably going to think that's too high, but um, and and that's not all dictated no, on DeAndre Hopkins either. Uh, I'm you know DeAndre Hopkins signing is definitely a plus, but I don't think it's a plus enough where you know we all have to overreact. And I don't think I am. I just really like Kyler Murray. Like you said, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He plays well under pressure. He's mobile when he needs to be. Uh, he's you know for for his experience level, I think he's. He's the real deal. Yep, I like it. Well, that's a quarterback position. Let's move on over. Which uh, You want to do running backs next? Sure, let's do it. All right. Uh, running backs, you know, if we look at how they finished last year, that kind of gives us our basis. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey goes out there. 
and has, you know, one of the greatest seasons. Here's the difference between Christian McCaffrey and other running backs. Just point totals. Last year, Christian McCaffrey put up 469 fantasy points. The number two, which was Aaron Jones, 318. So you're talking an extra 150 points <laughs> over the number two. Um, so you have to any list, and I don't care if it's Dynasty, Redraft, whatever, Christian McCaffrey has to be at the top. Yes. Now, without uh, Cam Newton, um, and I know he performed well without Cam Newton, but uh, does that... Does that not take him down a notch from being, you know, a five star to four and three quarter star? I don't think so. Cam Newton left uh, the second game of the year. Um, yeah. yeah. And so we saw the whole thing. And now they have Teddy Bridgewater, who doesn't have a big arm. He likes to check it down a lot. Uh, so I don't think it's so much the quarterback that makes me question things. It's the new quarter, uh, the offensive system under Matt Rule. That's the only question mark with Christian McCaffrey is. You know, are the the Panthers going to continue to give him 400 touches? Um, I I don't think that they will, but it doesn't matter. Even if he gets 300 touches, he's proved durable. He's 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 so safe. Um, yeah. He, and Chris McCaffrey, 287 rushing attempts, 143 targets. <laughs> like holy crap! I mean. And like you said, Bridgewater doesn't have a big arm. He could dump down, and and especially they're going to run Christian McCaffrey into the ground, right? I mean, like they're they're using him. There there was no no signs of him slowing down or pacing himself at all. Uh, they're they're going to feed him the ball, which is crazy. So and these target numbers have to reduce. Yeah, right? I mean, they like do. you you got if you're a betting man, you, they have to go down. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, it's going to happen, and you know, with the amount of touches and the, you go back to Christian McCaffrey in college, he has had a full workload. You're talking yeah. seven straight years, right? Um, right. And he, you got to give it to him. Uh, he's he's never injured, and he's handled yeah. it time and time again. But we understand what happens with running backs. Eventually, things go downhill. Um, so we'll just have to see. But anyway, that's number one. Number two, I don't think we're going to have any debate. Saquon Barkley. And I think Saquon's closer to Christian McCaffrey than Saquon is to number three or four, depending on who you have. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't disagree. And, uh, you know, I'll say this too. Saquon, if you – the drafts are going this way. Christian McCaffrey won – Saquon Barkley too. Then there's some debate on who the third overall. Not not just running back. I'm talking across position. And again, uh, dynasty redraft, whatever. Number one is Christian McCaffrey. Number two is Saquon Barkley. Number three, some people are throwing Michael Thomas in there. Some people want to stay running back, whatever else. Um, but you know, this is my order, my top five. I've got Zeke at three, Dalvin Cook at four, Kamara at five. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so th those are my top five. I do have Aaron Jones, you know, who finishes number two. I dropped him down to number seven. No um, Henry? What's up? Derrick Henry is six. So I, I do like Derrick Henry. Um, but, it, again, I think that the upside of Zeke, Cook, and Kamara, um, the touchdown upside is huge. Yeah, I get it. Derrick Henry went ham in the playoffs. Uh, totally saw that was awesome. And I love that they brought Ryan Tannehill back for them. But I, I don't have a pro – and here's the deal. This is why, you know, I talk about those tiered rankings. Really's number three through number nine, I don't care what order you have. So here's my three through nine. This is my second tiered rankings. Zeke, 
Cook, Kamara, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. I don't care if you want to take Joe Mixon and put him number three. I totally understand that. Same thing with Nick sure. Chubb. Um, but this is where you get into what is your point? You know, so is it a full PPR, half PPR standard? Uh, what's the touch? Do you get bonuses for you know long plays or whatever? You're going to have to figure that out. And I think the draft will help us as well because one of these teams is going to go draft a top-tier backup, and that's going to kind of knock them around a little bit. Again, back to talking hypotheticals like what you mentioned earlier. Um, Yeah. But there's a lot of talent at the running back position. It's not like what it used to be where there were three or four bell cows and then you just had to hope you hit on somebody. No, the NFL is getting back to these premier running backs – um, that can do it all, that can catch, um, that can run between the tackles, short yardage. And, again, all those guys I just mentioned, they are all purpose backs. Yep. Now, yeah, it, I'm almost considering, and I haven't done a complete ranking, uh, my rankings yet. I've kind of just messed around so far. But I think I would have McCaffrey in the first tier by himself. I would have Saquon in the second tier by himself. And, like you said, the, the it, I know we're kind of messing with tiers, but then – Basically, three through ten, yeah. I would almost throw Josh Jacobs in there with the, all those people. Although, you know, we, we look at some of these guys. Alan Kamara underperformed big time last year. Um, Aaron Jones, huge upside. And, you know, the touchdown total, 19 total touchdowns for Aaron Jones last year. You know, we, you know, I don't, I don't, I already brought up aggression once already. I'm going to say it again. But, you know, you have to think that those touchdown totals go down. Although Green Bay will provide him with plenty of opportunity, that's just a really high number to replicate 19 total touchdowns. So uh, I don't know if how many three touchdown games he's going to have next year. And that's the only reason I would probably put him a little bit uh, lower in my rankings than, than a lot of people. But yeah, overall, it, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, you can't, if you have the 303, it's hard to pass up on Davin Cook. Or you know even Zeke, um, Derrick Henry, those guys like, man, it's it's you get who you want, and I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah, the funny thing is Alvin Kamara is actually going before, um, you know Alvin Kamara according to Fantasy Football Calculator and ADP drafts average draft position, he's going one oh six. He's the third running back off the clock. So you know a lot of the drafts that are taking place now. Uh, again, this is data from 2,700 fantasy football mock drafts. Um, you know, they have the top two running backs, like you said, McCaffrey, Barkley. Then you've got the the top-tier wide receivers jumping off the clock. Then it gets into Kamara, Chubb, Elliott, Mixon, and that's the draft order. Actually, Fournette is going really, really high right now, ahead of Derrick Henry, which is interesting. interesting. Yeah, I don't understand that, is, that at yeah. all. Hmm. Uh, did Todd Gurley rise or fall in your rankings based off the, you know, granted, I know technically, is he technically a Falcon yet? I don't yeah. think he is, bending physicals and stuff, is he? Okay. Yeah, I think, um, it, I think it processed through, but, um, yeah, he fell big time. Um, I, I do like the Falcons' offense. I like their offensive line better than the Rams. But it, the one thing that was consistent with the Rams and Todd Gurley is touchdowns. You know, he still had yeah. 12 rushing touchdowns last year and two receiving touchdowns i don't think you're going to get that uh from that falcons offense they love to throw the ball uh, but we'll have to see um you know it's a one-year deal which i like he's trying to prove to everybody that he is still elite and worth it so perhaps he kind of kicks it into high gear and we see what happens there 
All right, let's play a quick little game here because, you know, I like games. Hey, this is our first game of the year. Oh, what's uh, All right, I'm going to give you five names, and you tell me which of these has the best chance of landing in the top ten. And these are all guys that are going to be drafted, uh, you know, outside the top 12 running backs. So, you know, I don't know, end of the second, third round or whatever. So the I'm, I'm just – I want to do this just to kind of show that last year we talked a lot about the year of the running back two, and it was. Um, you know, we saw Henry and Cook, obviously. Uh, Cook, I think, was maybe a high-end one. But anyways, right. I'm going to give you a couple – I'm going to give you a couple names. You tell me which is most likely to end in the top 10. Okay? You ready? Okay. Yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll give you five guys. Kenyon Drake. Devin Singletary, Mark Ingram, Melvin Gordon, Denver now, and Miles Sanders. Two answers. Uh, man, and I think that this is a testament to how deep the running back position is. Yeah. Um, but I'm going Mark Ingram, Baltimore, just because they run so much, and Miles Sanders. Um, Miles Sanders is one of those guys that I would not be shocked if he was a top five running back at the end of this year. We saw him come on late, and they love to use him in the passing game. Um, he is a home run hinter, hitter, and I love that offense. And so those would be my two answers. But, man, I love Devin Singletary. Can you, you know, I, don't get... I could see getting a lot, a lot of work. They love <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, the devil, Devin Singletary, I think the love turned into hate in the offseason somehow. Um, where maybe his value, the perceived value, rose too much, and now people are selling him. But I see a lot of people already knocking Devlin Singletary, where I think he has a, a really good opportunity this Listen year. Listen to I mean, his, his points down the stretch. This is week 13. So going into the fantasy football playoffs, right, uh, 12.4 fantasy points, 19.1, 17.8, 10.9. Um, so I, I don't... And then the wild card, he goes off, you know, the wild card actual playoff game against Houston, 19.4 points. So I, I don't get I don't get the hate. I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. I'll, I'll let him keep dropping. I mean, I own him in a couple dynasty leagues, actually. I was really excited for him last year. Now, and, I guarantee uh, they will be drafting a running back. Um, they don't have another one right now. So they'll be getting somebody, but he is the guy there. He fits perfectly with what they're trying to do. But if you're the Bills, you're not giving up – a uh, uh, high draft pick or anything for a running back? Are you just no. want somebody safe? Fourth, fifth right? round. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, right, right. I mean, sure. you, you don't have to. That's the thing. I mean, running backs fall in the actual NFL draft unless you're the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they just haven't got the memo yet. I mean, even running backs. I know we know we kind of touch on Melvin Gordon, but dude, I mean, guys like you know James Conner, um, you know David Montgomery. Do you believe in David Montgomery anymore? Um, I do like him, and if they are going to go with Nick Foles, then I think so. Um, yeah. I think that Mitch Trubisky is the worst quarterback in the NFL, um, and maybe not even just worst starting quarterback. If I went too deep, I think he would be the 64th-ranked quarterback. Uh, I think he's that bad. So, you like Mariota better than him? Yes. I like Ooh. I like Mariota more. <laughs> I like Nick Foles more. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I mean, this this was a good talk. I think everybody listening is going to understand how deep this running back class is, uh, the running back draft scenarios are. I mean, you can get a running back one pretty easy late, but I don't. Even then, I still don't know about waiting on running backs, even though they're pretty deep. Um, you know, I'd still want to get you know the top two tiers that I mentioned after uh, Saquon and Christian McCaffrey. But you want to go over to uh, wide receivers? Let's play some wide receivers. And and this is where 
the change is going to happen dramatically from last yeah. year because, uh, again, if we look at – there's a clear-cut number one, Michael Thomas. Um, he's Everybody's returning. Drew Brees is back, whatever. 374 points for Michael Thomas. The number two, Chris Godwin, 274. So exactly a 100-point uh, total – you know, whatever, over the number two place wide receiver. So if we're talking tiers or whatever, it's Michael Thomas. There's absolutely no discussion. Um, he would be my number three pick. So, again, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, then Michael Thomas. Um, and I don't think it's that close. Uh, once you get into Saquon or Michael Thomas, that's a little bit of a debate, but I'm still staying Saquon. Now, after that, it, this is where it gets weird. So, again, if we look at last year's – wide receiver rankings and how they finished number one, this is last year's 2019 number one michael thomas number two chris godwin i think he's going to drop big time three julio jones four cooper cup don't see that repeating five deandre hopkins there's some question marks there what's it going to look like in arizona will he get the same targets six keenan allen no more philip rivers seven allen robinson that was a huge anomaly eight julian edelman he's gone uh, Tom Brady's gone. So there's so many different questions um, mm-hmm. with what's going to happen up here. So it, usually what I do, at the wide receiver position, I believe in pedigree, and I believe in quarterback play. Okay, So like with guys like Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, like I consider those guys elite wide receivers that are you know top 10 skill wise you could throw you know mike evans in there there's a couple other people you can throw in there so what i do next is i want to look at their quarterback and if they're going to throw the ball a lot yep. i don't think tom brady who i think he's a great nfl quarterback i don't think his strengths are in the deep ball which is where chris godwin and mike evans that's where again they freaking feasted last year on Jameis winston throwing hail marys tom yep. brady doesn't do that Right. So fantasy-wise, I think it's going to hurt their production. Um, I just I don't see them each getting all those touchdowns. I just don't see it. So I dropped them considerably in my rankings. I don't know, man. I mean, what we see from Tom Brady right now is not like we were looking at Peyton Manning at the end of his career, right? I mean, Tom Brady could still put it where he needs to. Uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans— I mean, they could still, you know, run out of the slot and things like that, can't they? I mean, they're. I think last year they were giving what their offense could do. Um, but don't you think that with Tom Brady leading the offense that it would be a little bit different and that they could still move the ball and be put in better positions to score? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I, I just, I don't, I just don't see it. Now, I still have... You know, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in my top 10, but I don't have them in my top five, like where they finished okay. and where they should. That's be. fine. That's fine. That's fine. Top 10, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with top 10. I mean, uh, do you have Kenny Galladay above Godwin and Evans? Yes, I do. Okay, I do too. Yes, I do. Um, I, really, I really like Kenny Galladay. I think he's going to crack my top five wide receivers. Uh, so who, who are your top five? All right. So if we're looking at my top five currently, I have Michael Thomas, number one. Uh, clear cut. Then now I'm struggling because I had DeAndre Hopkins number two before the trade. Sure. I kind of want to bump him down uh, yeah, just because it, I don't like the question mark whenever there's so many other top tier guys without any question marks. So currently, Michael Thomas one, Tyreek Hill two, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams three, Julio Jones four, DeAndre Hopkins five. 
Mm, okay. That's okay. Um, that's okay. I'll take okay from Dill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was your two again? I'm sorry. You said Michael Thomas. Tyree Hill. Who? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Putting like. him there. I really, really do. And yeah. to be honest with you, if I was on the clock, I'd probably take um, Adams or Julio over Tyreek Hill. You know, and and this is just, you know, the the hypothetical I'm putting myself in now. Michael Thomas is gone. I really got to get a wide receiver. Tyreek Hill, Adams, and Julio are there. I'm not going to take Tyreek Hill. So I'm adjusting my rankings as we are talking. However, yeah. if I do have Tyreek Hill and only DeAndre Hopkins on the board. I think I'm going to take Hill there. Now, just uh, for reference to everybody else, you're saying that because of uh, some personal conflict, right? Well, it's it's one. I don't like rooting on him. Fantasy is supposed to be fun. I want to players that I enjoy cheer- rooting for. And sure. two, he disappears. He does like he yeah. has several donut games a year. Uh, yeah. Now he has 30, 40 point games, but there are several He'll times yeah. where he will have zero fantasy points. Um, right. In a given game, now his game has improved dramatically, mm-hmm. but and, and that's the thing, man. Like, and, and what's so your, is Mahomes too, by the way? Yeah, yeah. What, what's your goal, right? Uh, is it to win at all costs? Well, then you're probably Andy Reid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Is it to have fun and enjoy Sundays and all that kind of stuff? I'll tell you this: if I draft Tyreek Hill, I'm gonna wait for him to go off and have his 40 point game, and I'm gonna trade him. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna have him on my roster long. It's just mm-hmm. who I am. Yep, Julio Jones as uh, as long as he's been doing it, uh, still super consistent, no yeah. issues there. Uh, like I said, I think Kenny Galladay. Um, I think I'm going to take him before DeAndre Hopkins. As crazy as that sounds, that uh, I did have DeAndre Hopkins up there, but I don't know, man. I I really like uh, I really like Kenny Galladay, and I think he's quarterback proof. So, you know, um, you you talked about uh, consistency with Julio Jones. I just pulled up my uh, fantasy finishes database, which you can find at Easily Fantasy. I've not updated 2019 yet. I'll do that after the draft. But uh, Julio Jones, this is from 2014. He finished sixth, second, sixth, seventh, second, third. Uh, how do you bet against that? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you? I mean, if you're a betting man, how do you bet against it? Who are you going to talk to that says? Yeah, I don't think Julio Jones will finish in the top ten. And like, he's got nobody. the same quarterback, right? same offensive coordinator, better offensive line. Um, yep. Yeah, there's it's there's no way he's going to finish outside the top five. Right, right. All right, uh, let's play a quick little game again. Yay. Uh, let me name a couple of players here that uh, you tell me who's most likely to be in the top ten. You ready? I'm going to stop you if you say one name because that's my answer no matter what. Go. Calvin Ridley. Courtland Sutton. Sutton's the answer. Courtland Sutton is the answer. <laughs> yeah. um, Courtland Sutton is the answer. Now, Calvin Ridley, um, he didn't do nearly as well once uh, Muhammad Sanu left. Now, the the big thing for the Falcons is they lost Austin Hooper. And right. maybe this would transition us over into the tight end, but let me just stay with Courtland Sutton for a second. Please. Courtland Sutton is a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Not top 10 fantasy wide receiver, which I think he will be. He is mm-hmm. a top 10 talent. Perhaps uh, he's going to be the next wave once Julio and A.J. Green are gone. He's going to be that guy. Um, I, ca- I, I cannot stress enough how talented this kid is and what he has been able to put up with terrible, absolutely terrible quarterback play. Um yeah, I, I love that kid. I, I really, really do. I'm a big Cortland Sutton uh, fan. B- big fan. Yeah, Cortland Sutton last year, 
Uh, played all 16 games, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. Not too shabby. On one of the worst offenses, you look yeah, at their yeah. total offensive ranks, right. and he right. was able to do that despite, um, you know, uh, Drew Locke kind of came on at the end. But I, I'm telling you right now, you cannot get this guy. Uh, you can, Whatever you got to pay, pay it. Just hmm. get him. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, A.J. Brown or D.J. Moore? A.J. Brown. Yeah. I believe too. in the talent way more. And, I mean, shoot, who's going to get the ball? <laughs> who's going yeah. to get the ball in the Panthers? D.J. Moore, Chris got, uh, Chris uh, Goodwin. And then now they also pay and bring in the speed demon on and off the field getting arrested um, <laughs> from the Jets, Robbie Anderson. Plus, you know, their number one wide receiver is actually Christian McCaffrey. I don't like the touches. I really, really – I know a lot of people are really high on D.J. Moore. I'm just not one of those guys, so I would much rather have somebody like A.J. Brown, who's the number one wide receiver on his team and has the big play upside as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see, D.J. Moore. Uh, D.J. Moore. Four touchdowns last year, just over 1,100 yards. So. And what were, right. what was, uh, if you didn't leave, what's A.J. Brown's? What were his stats? A.J. Brown. Uh, let's see. A.J. Brown. Uh, about the same yardage, t- uh, 1,051, and eight touchdowns, so two, two, two extra touchdowns. And two extra touchdowns on a run-heavy offense, yeah, and he only right, got to exactly. play with a good quarterback half the season, and that's when he went off. That quarterback's yeah. back. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, AJ Brown, he's a, he's a real deal, man. I like yeah. him. And he's a rookie. Er, he was a rookie last year, so um, wait, what wide receivers can do in the rookie year you know, show, shows you a lot what they can do um, with a little bit, a little bit more timing and some more training. Right, right. All right. Uh, you mentioned Austin Hooper, so it's a good time to go to tight ends. He's like that segue. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> if we look at last year, um, it, it was an interesting year at the tight end position. You know, because you had guys like Kelsey and Ertz and Kittle kind of got off to mm-hmm. a slow start. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Kittle missed a couple of games. Uh, Kelsey, you, know, you had. Patrick Mahomes missed a couple of games. Ertz was struggling early, whatever else. But then things got back to to the average. And so if we just look at the top five and how they finished um, last year, Kelsey was one. Uh, Wall, Darren Waller, who came out of nowhere, which we talked a lot about. I, I think sure. you were really big on the Darren Waller. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just talked to him about him a lot. I don't know. I wouldn't take all the credit, but I talked about him a lot. Oh, you take all the credit, Dale. That's <laughs> all you. He would not have been successful if it wasn't for you. Good point. Um, and and a drug habit, which ho- hopefully he stays uh, mm-hmm. on top of. George Kittle, three. Ertz, four. Mark Andrews, five. Austin Hooper, six. So it's a lot of the same guys. Um, you know, the tight end position is the one with the least amount of volatility. We know the guys that are going to be up top. Um, and, you know, my rankings reflect exactly that. Uh, I have George Kittle, one, over Kelsey. Let's talk about that just a little bit because I think this is you don't need more to. of a preference. Yes, of course it is. Um, we we the, didn't even talk about George Kittle. Go, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying we don't need to talk about George Kittle because I know. Okay, 49ers, blah blah blah. Forty Niners, Forty Niners. I get it. I get it. But what about so? Like, would you have Kelsey one or would you have Kittle one? Um, I look. Okay, it, this is another scenario like what we talked about with the wide receivers. It's so close for me. I'm looking at the quarterbacks. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, and I don't know. I'd, I'd have to put a. Mahomes' ability to get Travis. I know there's more mouths to feed, blah, blah, blah. 
But I think I'd just put Travis Kelsey ahead of George Kittle. I get it. I'm not. I'm not trying to bash you too much. I just know no. you're going to talk about George Kittle because you're. Big They're going um, again back to fantasy football calculator. They have the exact same ADP. I don't. So I'm not mad at it. They are going at the end of the second round, twelfth pick. So the twenty fourth pick, they both have the same ADP. <laughs> so interesting. I, I'm curious to see how that's going to go. But yeah, I think it comes down to quarterback, and you know, if you want to go with the safer play, I think Kelsey's definitely it. He's just done it for longer. Um, yeah, for sure, no problem. Uh, so a- after that, though, I have Waller, Darren Waller three, Mark Andrews four, and Zach Ertz five. Okay. Uh, uh, who'd you have three? I'm sorry. Waller, Andrews, Waller, Ertz. Waller. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I could see a lot of people putting Mark Andrews higher, um, because uh, the Baltimore Ravens traded Hayden Hurst. So you have Mark Andrews, who you know. Mm-hmm. So many passing touchdowns with um, Lamar Jackson, and he can't throw it to wide receivers well. He loves the tight end position, especially in that offense. So it is possible that somebody like Mark Andrews, who, shoot, he had 10 touchdowns, the only (laughs) tight end to get into double-digit touchdowns last year, and he missed a game, that could increase. Um, But for me, I want the receptions. I want the yards. Um, I hate low scoring outputs from the tight end position if I'm spending to get an elite guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, very similar to running backs. You don't want running backs with high touchdown totals necessarily. You're looking at attempts and, and the volume, right? And it goes right. the same you know, same kind of concept here with the tight ends for sure. Uh, after the top five, man, like I'll be completely honest with you. I don't give a shit who you get <laughs> after – you know, after the top five guys, because really you're just kind of taking rolling the dice here. I mean, Austin Co- Austin Hooper in Cleveland now. Uh, Evan Ingram, do you trust him with you know his uh, his injury concerns? Right. Um, and then you what? I mean, are you really going to you know talk about Tyler Higby or or one of these guys like uh, even Hunter Henry without Philip Rivers? Who knows? Right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's 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 all jumbled. If I'm going the opposite way. Where did Philip Rivers go? He went to Indianapolis. Eric Ebron is gone. Jack Doyle, he's back at it, man. Bring yep. him back to life. I, I will yep. wait <laughs> and take Jack Doyle and be so happy. Uh, a couple sure. other guys I like late. Um, you know, Eric Ebron's in Pittsburgh now. They like to throw the ball with Big Ben back. Dawson Knox, Buffalo, I think he's got a shot. Um, yep. Jay Sternberger, I think that that's another there are guys that are receiving options on high potent offenses very very late so if you don't get a top five guy man I feel like you just copy and paste certain things from every year and if you don't get a top five guy wait till the end um yep. that's what I would do yep uh what I'm kind of sad about Jacob Hollister I thought he would be coming onto the scene right because uh, well, we've seen a couple couple then, nice things from him, and then they get stupid Greg Olson, yeah. um, which screws everything up for him. And Will and of Disley course, coming back. Yeah, well. and they still have Will Disley, right? So that kind of screws. I I really liked uh, Hollister, but I don't think he's going to be much um, this year. Chris Herndon, do you have any faith in Chris Herndon getting back to what we thought he would be last year? You know, I do. I, I really, really I do. I love Sam Darnold still. I still love Sam Darnold. You always have loved him. And, and again, Chris Herndon's a guy that you can get for free at the end of the draft. And he is one of those guys you're going to know week, you're going to know preseason if yeah. he's going to be a play. Because Adam Gase offense loves to go through the tight end position. And it, it, it's, it's there. They have no wide receivers. 
They have right. no wide receivers. And right. even if they, you know, free agency's relatively done as far as the wide receiver position, you're not getting any starters now. So you're going to have to draft a bunch of rookies. Well, guess what? You've got a terrible offensive line, and you've got a young quarterback. He's going to check it down to the tight end position. And yep. so, yeah, I, I like Chris Herndon. He's one of those guys that you can get. And, you know, if he doesn't hit week one, I'm dropping him and moving on. Um, yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, John, before we go, I do want to say two things really quick. Um, so, you know, I, I got an idea, right? Uh, big idea. Uh-oh. It's going to be huge. But I need some help. So to, I figured I thought two things. I'm doing some stuff with, like, branding and stuff. Um, not necessarily shirts, but I'll, I'll tell you when I'm all when I'm done finalizing my concept but one of the things is and i'm going to take this now and you tell me i don't think it's a thing yet but you know we talk about fantasy football names and stuff um my first name my first thing is going to going to be uh bumblebee tua and have a have a can of you know tuna with bumblebee tua and then tua to his face with a bumblebee body not bad, right? It's not bad. If you could throw in an Ace Ventura part <laughs> into that as well, that would be the perfect uh, trifecta of, All right. of puns. So if anybody uh, wants to use that as a fancy name, just put TM next to it and then credit me when you win the championship. Uh, that's all I ask. There you uh, go. I, don't think, I don't think it's too much. The second thing is, okay, so I'm doing it. There's more. There's more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking uh, another, uh, you know, Julio Jones, right? With Indiana Jones themed, do I go... Do I go Atlanta Jones or do I go Julio Jones with just the you know the the theme of you know the the dun, cover da, da, art da. of right right dun, so dun. should it be should I do Atlanta Jones or no. keep it Julio Jones Julio Jones but it's not a play like Indiana you know like it would be so much better if he played on the Colts but that's not what happening so because um, Indiana Jones with Julio Jones face that would be brilliant right and well I don't think it'd be brilliant. But I, I do want to <laughs> let the listeners know this is why I don't FaceTime Dell. Um, because every single time I do, actually, oh, hold on. Right. It goes before the call. I get a text through WhatsApp yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and it says, Hey, I got an idea. Yeah, I want to yeah. run it by you. Yeah. And I already know I've just lost 45 minutes. I've oh, just yeah. lost uh, 45 every, minutes of my life. And every uh, before I know it, we're talking uh, Julio Jones. In the fantasy uh, tomb or whatever T-shirts. Yeah, and- well, it, well, well that, that's what I have to. I mean, now you need a tagline for these, right? So, <laughs> if, if I do Julio Jones, should be like, you know, Raiders. I, I got. I need a good play, like you know, Raiders. The Temple of, the of Doom. You got to do temple. use the Temple of Doom, and okay, okay. you've got to make that football. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will work on that. I'll you won't. That. You won't. You'll never bring this up again. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm bringing it up. Try, look, I got. I got a lot of ideas in the bag here, John. These are just. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, so you. You wait and see. I got. Oh man, I got all kinds of stuff. You wait and see. I feel um, like you need to work for Geico. Um, like. You know I just. They, I need somebody that's higher up than me. That's way richer. That agrees with all my ideas. No. That's all I need. That person doesn't exist. <laughs> I've seen the text messages from your wife. Oh, that's bad. It doesn't go well. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she calls she calls me an idiot every day. Anyways, um, okay. So I'll keep working on that. If you guys have any kind of play on words that hasn't been taken yet, like I said, Bumblebee Tua. That's my name. TM. Um, nobody else can use it unless you give me credit. I don't think that's even been used yet. I'm jumping on the bandwagon before it actually happens. 
Um, so uh, if you guys have any other names that are unique, give them to also, me. Also, hold on. You just came up with an idea, then yes. created a bandwagon for it despite nobody endorsing this or wanting to be a part of it. They're going to love it. it. Then I know the people, John. on a bandwagon that you created hypothetically 10 seconds before that. That is – that's like worse than speaking in the third person. No, no, no. Look – I come up with ideas. I know our fans, our listeners, you know, uh, we have Carl, fans. We don't Lewis. have listeners. We have fans. <laughs> you know, Wade, I know, loves my ideas. You, you call Wade. You tell him. He'll tell you my ideas are great. Um, so I'm going to keep coming up with these ideas, guys. And, uh, you know, just keep supporting us, and I'll keep coming up with ideas <laughs> because that's what I do. All right. Uh, we will get going. I think uh, breaking down these four positions, just as an intro, we're going to get way more in depth, I promise you. Um Jeez, it's, you know, the beginning of April. Let's not freak out over certain stuff, okay? Um, but we will keep talking about fantasy football. We will keep bringing up these players just to kind of give you guys refreshers or, you know, just some new info um, as we go along, especially as a draft gets here. John is a big-time draft guy. Yeah, um, if you want so, more draft content, uh, 49ers Rush Podcast, even though it's 49ers tailored, we're just going through draft prospects from now until the draft. So if, if you want to get into more football stuff, that is the place for that. Yep, and we're going to have some changes with uh, Eastley Fantasy, too. I don't know exactly what they're going to be yet um, with, like, recording schedules and stuff. We're going to come up with something really cool that I think is going to benefit everybody uh, to win their fantasy leagues this year. So stay tuned, and uh, we're definitely going to help you out this year. So we appreciate you listening. Thank you for downloading. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes and, like, give us a review and stuff. And uh, any other last words, John? That's it, man. All right, buddy. Guys, thanks a lot for listening. Again, eatsleepfantasy.com is a website. Go check it out. Thanks again. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow The conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.